Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nasoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you would be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's word. Be blessed. God is a just God. He's just in heaven. He's just on earth. He is just in hell. Nebuchadnezzar learned that lesson. After seven years of eating grass, <laughs> he finally lifted up his eyes and said, You are a just God. You know how to humble the proud. He is God of justice. If God does not keep justice, heaven and earth will turn upside down. If he does not keep justice, then Satan has won. God must be just. And the justifier of the one who believes in Jesus. Romans 3, we read that yesterday. Is your neighbor awake? This is what makes our faith strong. This is the rock of our faith. So that when you come to the Father in Jesus' name, when you give your heart to Jesus, when you repent from your sins, you can be sure that your sins are forgiven. It's not based upon how you feel. Uh, it's not based upon feeling. It's based upon justice. Yeah, I repented. Yeah, I confessed. I, I, I hope God heard me. It's not a hope thing. Is a justice thing. God cannot break his own law. God is not like our senators who make the laws but never keep them. <laughs> God makes the law and he keeps the law. He himself is bound to the law. Somebody say hallelujah. Romans 3, 25, 26. That's what the Bible says. If you confess your sins, God is what? Faithful. Eh? His justice. Yes, he love, but his love is based upon justice. If you commit a crime, you are a criminal. 
God is just. God cannot say, oh, I know you are a criminal. And I know all the evil you've done. But I, I love you. Go to heaven. Oh my God. He cannot do that. He has no right to do that. God has no right to take anybody to heaven who have no, doesn't have faith in Jesus. And when you repent from your sins and confess your sins in Jesus' name and come to the Father and repent of your sin, God have no right not to forgive you. He's, he's righteous and he is just. It's based upon justice. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about, about justice. You don't know what it is. Because we live in a world of injustice. But there are laws. There are principles which God established. Heaven and earth. The universe. Everything on earth operates within a law. Everything. Your mind, your head, your nose, your body, the air, the birds, the atmosphere, this ground, everything is oppressed by a law. It's not a chaos. That's why evolution is stupid. Because chaos cannot create a law, a principle. I got this pen here. Throw it. It come down. Why don't it keep on going up? There's a law. The law of gravity. When you see the airplane flying like that, you see the bird flying like that. You see the see the sheep in the the sheep on the ocean. It's all operated by by law. The sun here, and then the moon here, rise here, and go here, and all the galaxies, and everything. It's operated by law, by principles. Somebody say hallelujah. Everything is operated by principle and laws. Even the food you eat, the way your body functions, the baby that is in your womb, the conception, the birth, everything is operated by law. Even your eye opening and closing, your tongue speaking, your brain thinking, the vein, the blood in your skin, they all are prayed by a principle. Somebody say hallelujah. So if you break a principle, you suffer for it. So Christ had to pay the price. For human rebellion, legally. If not, God has no right. The devil will say, 
I did evil. You threw me down to hell. From heaven to earth. To hell. That guy had done more than I did. More than I did. So why would he take him to heaven? Adam was said, I didn't even finish the apple that I bought. I believe it's not apple, it doesn't mean it's yabok, okay? No. Whatever it is. <laughs> I'm happy we don't know the name of that fruit. <laughs> they would say, we even just, I didn't even finish it. This man has eaten the fruit, you eat the leaves, and the branches, and even make, make shava out of the root. <laughs> and you want to send him to heaven? When God was going to Solomon Gomorrah to destroy Solomon Gomorrah, he met Abraham. And Abraham, talking to Abraham, Abraham said to him, You are the judge of the earth. Ain't you? You are. Will you destroy the righteous and the unrighteous? You are the judge of the earth. You must do what is right. Suppose there are 50 men there who are righteous. Will you destroy them with everybody else? God said, mm, much problem. If I see 50 people there, I will not just save the 50 only. Because of them, I will save the whole city. Abraham began to turn. And God said, if I see 10 righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah, I will not destroy it. God is the God of justice. Salvation is not a fiction. Religion thinks we're just making people to believe something, you know. Yeah. They think Christians are stupid people. They don't, you cannot ask questions. The Bible says we should be ready always to give a reason why we believe this, why we have that joy, a reason why we have the hope in Christ. Hallelujah. It is good to be well instructed. So when you stand before the Father, in Jesus' name, when you come by the blood of Jesus, you can be sure that God is there, that the door is open, that your prayers are heard. It's not based on what you feel or what you see or whether there's earthquake or not. You may not feel nothing, but you are coming bay upon the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. You have a legal ground to ask and receive and seek and find and knock and be open keep your faith alive when you come in jesus name you can be sure that god will never break the law and also when you stand before satan <laughs> you can remind him because he is a thief he is a lawbreaker. He, he doesn't keep the rules. 
he is condemned. When you know the truth, you can force the devil, kiss the dust. Then when you know you are just a religious, eh, he can lie to you, you believe his lie, he can trick you, Satanists can scare you, witches can scare you, because you don't know nothing. You are just feeling something. It's not based upon that. It's based upon principle. Say with me. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. He carried our pains and diseases and sicknesses. He drank the cup of God's judgment. Full cup. He drank the dregs. When Peter said to him, No, Lord, you're not going to go there and die like that. Jesus said to him, Get behind me, Satan. The cup my father gave to me. I must drink it. What cup? Cup of suffering and judgment. And the human curse, he must drink it to the full. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has to pay the full price for Adam's transgressions. So God can have the right to forgive your sin. To justify you before angels and before demons so that God can be just God God keep the law he keep the rule God never treat, treat the devil contrary to the law today the Lord Jesus Christ cannot bind the devil Today, he cannot cast the devil out. No. He has no right to do that. Some people say, Oh Lord, bind this devil. Oh Lord, cast this devil out. He cannot do that. He, he, has the right, he had the right to bind the devil and cast him out when he was in the body. Some time ago, I saw Satan and the Lord was there and I was there and I was expecting to bind the devil. I'm telling you a real experience. And he didn't do it. You know what he did? I saw him. He got into me. Then I spoke. I said, Satan, I cast you out. If he stay outside the body now and bind devil, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Everything will swing upside down. 
even in that last day, when he comes, he will not bind the devil. An angel will do that. Angel will come, take the, uh, the chain, and wrap up the old Lucifer in the porcelain. And let me tell you something. When you really see the devil from the presence, from the power of God, if you see the devil, you will vomit. He's like a rat. On that day, when humanity will see Satan, they will say, What? Is this a thing that deceived us? Is this what I feared all my life? This thing? You know, if, if, a, if a very big man trick you, intelligent, educated, you know, famous person, trick you, you say, well, he was, he was so, he's a, such a smart person. You know? but, if, but if a cockroach trick you, you will slap yourself. <laughs> If you don't know the truth, the devil is so big. He will pump himself like balloon. But if Christ is in you and you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you know you are a child of God, you are born again, you are a new creation, and you are seated, you are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. You look at the devil from above. He look very small. But if you live in the flesh and talk in the flesh and hate and do all kind of nonsense, the devil is as big as a mountain. And you are like this. And he will scare you to death. Say again with me. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. Now, if you remember there in, um, in uh, that must be in, uh, in Matthew, when the Lord was hanging on the cross, You can understand then, because when I watch, when I watched, uh, you know, as a young Christian or a young person, you know, I watched those movies. I didn't really understand much, you know. But if you look at the chapter twenty-seven of Matthew, verse five says, "Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour." Why? Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. From that time when he took our sin, his light went off. He was no more in the light, but in the darkness. In fact, when they came to arrest him, 
in the garden of this Gethsemane, in Luke 22, he said to the, those high priests and everybody, all of them, I was all the time with you in the temple. Did you, did you arrest me? Could you get me? Could you hold me? Could you take me? No. He said to them, but this is your hour in the powers of darkness. And that is beautiful. And let us look 22. Verse 52 says, Then Jesus said unto the chief priests and captains and of the temple and the elders which we are come to him, Be ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves. When I was dealing with you in the temple, you stretched forth no hands against me, but this is your hour in the power of darkness. It is pitiful. It is, it is shameful that humanity will join alliance with the powers of darkness. This is your human hour and your alliance with Satan. How many human beings today are in alliance with Satan? When the general alliance with Satan, they crucify the Christ. They turn against the Christ. They turn against the church. They turn against the preacher. This is your hour. Whose hour? The human hour. And who? And the powers of Satan. Humans joining alliance with Satan to fight against God, against Christ, against his body, against the church. Oh, that's painful. This is your hour. End the powers of Satan. From that hour, darkness covered the earth. Everything turned upside down. Peter denied him. He had no more grace to say, that's, that's my Lord. All the, 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 his followers, everything happened quickly. Judas ran immediately, hung himself. Hell was everywhere. It was a hell hour. From that time, Satan had no more resistance. Because Christ is now taken. The anointing, the power, the glory, the light, pss, left. And Satan now was unrestrained. When the light goes off, no human can survive. It's hour of temptation. You, you look for that your strength. Peter was shocked. I denied the Lord. What happened to me? The light is gone. It is God's presence that preserves us 
from sinning against God. When the presence leaves, when the glory leaves, you see what man is. Peter saw himself at last. I thought I loved the Lord. Yeah, when he were in his presence. When the nothing was there. When the power was there. You said, Lord, I love you. I will not even die for you. Jesus said, Oh, Peter, before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. That's why you and I must pray every day and cry every day. Lord, let not your presence leave me. Let not the anointing leave me. Lift up your hand and pray. Lord God, my Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Let not your presence, let not your Holy Spirit leave me. Lord, remain with me always. Have mercy on me. For without you, I am nothing. Judas' eyes open. What have I done? Betray the Savior. Peter said, what have I done? Cursing and that I don't know this man. All the disciples and everybody. They will be shocked. How could we do that? That's who Adam is. Adam is a coward. Whether it is in you or is in me, anywhere Adam is seen, he's a sin. He's a coward. That's the old man. When God's presence is no more there, terrible things happen. We are great. We are wonderful when we are in his presence. But remember, it is not your power. It is not my power. It is not by your strength. It is not by your strength. It is not by our wisdom. It is not our own righteousness. It is his righteousness. Jesus is our life. Without him, we are nothing. He said, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you don't abide in me, you, you'll be nothing. You'll be burnt. You'll be destroyed. Those of you are playing with your relationship with the Lord. One day, the Lord will give you just one second. And leave you for a minute. You'll be shocked. How many things are hanging around you? And, and looking for a chance. Just one second to sift you like wheat. Stop playing with your salvation. Take your Christian life seriously. Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner. 
meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page New Start under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.